Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Political Panda Program. So happy you all could join me. Of course, if you are new here to the show, please do subscribe to the show. It really does help out a ton, and it is truly the best way to support the show, as well as check out the description of the show where you can find all sources, videos, everything listed, as well as my Twitter and True Social. Go follow over there and help out a ton it really does and i appreciate you forever so uh we got got just a little bit of news uh today and i think uh obviously we'll start off with our very epic morning uh, or opening clip today and i we're we're going to be discussing some things and they're going to have things that you're going to think that's not real Jacob you're you're lying to me when you tell me that that's a real thing that happened and then someone would say that but but um but I'm not we're also going to talk about uh, a little bit of some international stuff today of course we have plenty of news and plenty of time so of course I'm going to be honest with you, it was kind of hard to pick, or really kind of hard to find something that I really wanted to feature today for the opening clip, uh, because I'm going to be genuinely honest, uh, I have not been doing well at keeping up with finding a lot of good, good, uh, good, uh, good clips, but, um, but yes, um, so, we're going to be taking a look at, so, Akron Children's Hospital, I have no idea where this is at, at all, if I'm being completely honest with myself, I have no idea in any stretch of the imagination where Akron Children's Hospital is, but um, it's a bit disturbing, and here is the report from the reporter, and them kind of talking about what they do. Keep in mind that the hospital, or the actual, like, children's website has already started to delete and remove information about this stuff from the website because it got exposed on the internet and people started talking about it. So just thought I would point that out. Frank, we're talking about medical treatment, education, and supportive care. That center is new to this building here at Akron Children's Hospital, and it's the first of its kind in the city of Akron. When I was younger, uh, transgender wasn't really a thing we talked about. Julianne Boylan is a transgender woman who's happy to hear about the new Center for Gender-Affirming Medicine in the Adolescent Medicine Department at Akron Children's Hospital. Julianne repressed her true identity for years and says something like the Center could have made a huge difference. Yes, a tr true gender identity. N no, y you mean you opposited yourself you can't change your remember okay i'm gonna remind everybody of one simple thing before we continue gender dysphoria the idea of thinking that you are the opposite gender is still listed on the dsm-5 as a mental illness okay you are by definition of all of on that list you are considered mentally ill in need of in a need of treatment to help to help sort of fix that sort of mental illness that you have so that you know it's not saying oh my god you're so mentally you know it's not meant to be derogatory it's just the truth of the matter there's no such thing as gender affirming for kids who are 
at any age. There's no such thing as that. Gender-affirming care is as much care as an abortion is care. They're both not care. One kills a baby. The other one destroys a child's ability for any future. That's it. Keep in mind the common thing of, well, this care is needed to help them prevent them from killing themselves. Doesn't work. Sorry to tell you this, there is no meaningful results. No matter how much, how much you try, how much millions and millions of dollars you spend, it will never be enough. You will never be a woman. You will never be a man. I'm sorry. You can dream. You can wish. You can hope and look upon a lucky star, but you will forever be whatever gender you were born as at birth. The numbers before all of this craziness happened was one in like 300, one in 300,000 kids would get gender dysphoria, which is really low. Now it is significantly higher because of the social pariah around being transgender. This is a big difference maker because children now can go in, they have some time to think about what they, where they're at, uh, to examine where they're at. Akron Children's doctors, along with a nurse, social worker, mental health therapist, and an endocrinologist are seeing patients as young as seven, as old as 25. As young as seven years old. Seven. Seven-year-olds are coming in for treatment because they think they're the opposite gender. I want you to think back to when you were seven and even a bit younger. You probably were, like, still figuring out the world, and you probably had, you know, some opposite gender kind of things that you maybe leaned towards, but then you grew out of them. You know, you played with Barbies, maybe, if you had a sister, or if you're like me, you went to daycare and they had them there, and you just kind of fucked around with them because you didn't care. There was nothing at all about you being like, oh my god, he's playing with Barbies. <gasps> maybe, maybe we should, uh... Maybe we should take them to a clinic and, you know, put them on, you know, puberty blockers and stuff like that. That just wasn't a thing. It, these parents are taking their kids to be basically sterilized so that they'll never have kids ever. You'll never have enjoyment in any of anything down there. Forever. Is that is that really what we want for future kids? I, I guess so. Because remember... This entire generation is just one big little test tube for these fuckers. We're a supportive, affirming space, both for the patient and for the family. The hospital does not do sex reassignment surgeries, but it does offer a pubertal suppression treatment. Pubertal suppression treatment. No, no. Just call it the drugs that we use to castrate pedophiles. Let's be honest with ourselves. Come on. Let us be really honest with ourselves. Suppression buys time. So what it does, it sort of holds back pubic development. The center stress. Yeah, but they're not reversible. They forget that part. They forget that it's not reversible. Like, you can't... That doesn't scientifically work. You can't just stop a natural thing from happening. I know, shocking, right? Other services offered to the LGBTQ community include education, supportive care for youth and their families, and gender-affirming hormone therapy. And so that would allow them to have body changes that would be consistent with their identity. I'm just going to be honest. If you go and when you watch this video and you get to this point, 
This guy is creepy as fuck. Like this guy, this guy has a creep face. Dr. Steven Sondike says the center is especially important to transgender youth who face a higher risk of homelessness and other serious issues if they don't find an affirming place. First off, I, I really am confused about this whole homelessness issue. Is it because like parents kicking their kids out of the house when like they, they do this kind of stuff? Is that just here? If you're homeless and you're transgender, just go to California. Just go to California. They will affirm the fuck out of you there, and I guarantee you, you'll do just fine with all the fentanyl and everything else on the street. I'm sure you'll be just fine. They have higher risk of suicide, depression, mental health issues. And still do, even when you get all these treatments. Believe me, I would know. I am a guy who literally did a trans, uh, why transgender shouldn't be in uh, female sports for uh for my college uh, college writing class in high school. I think I know a thing or two about the transgender people after doing lots of research. There is so much. Rebecca Callahan, the executive director of Community AIDS Network Akron Pride Initiative, says a center like this in Akron was much needed. We should uh, be happy for others that are doing something to be happy and be their most authentic self. Yes, their most authentic self is by not being the person they were born as. Okay. Hospital staff say that time and travel was an issue for transgender children and their families in the Akron area before the center opened. That's because similar centers are further away in Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Live in Akron, Bob Jones, News 5. Uh, it's over in Cle uh, over by Cleveland, so I think that's Ohio, I believe. I don't know. I just... <sighs> Why does everybody just suck? Everything is just that that we are literally we we reached like peak progress. Literally, that cyberpunk future gone, bro. It it, it straight up was like whoosh. It's like we could have kept going up and up and up, and then all of a sudden, all these little like creatures came out of the fucking like graveyard and started just pulling down on society and just started bringing us down the hill and now we've fallen off that hill and now we're we're just sliding we are we are literally just sliding down this hill it's just jesus uh, well if you uh think our our cities are safe well don't worry as new orleans has the solution as they're facing, obviously, a uh, officer problem, well, that's not an issue. It's not an issue, okay? Alright, we'll call, we'll have civilian investigators go and collect that evidence instead of an officer having to go there. That's right, they're suffering from an officer shortage, so what do we do? We'll send out the civilians of, uh, of New Orleans to go and get the evidence to then bring it to the police. That's fantastic. Oh, what a great idea. By the way, uh, Los Angeles, or freaking not Los Angeles, but New Orleans has become America's murder capital. 
which is fantastic for them, by the way, as literally all of their crime is just up, up, and up. So, yeah. And, oh, Jesus. The New Orleans Crime Coalition releases results of its annual uh, New Orleans Police Department Citizen uh, uh, Perception Study in June. Only 25% of respondents said that citywide New Orleans is safe. That represents a 10-point drop in 2020 from 2021. In 2020, 57% of residents said they felt safe in the city. So, yeah. Not, not doing too well as the current Democratic mayor is absolutely just, well, she's, she's not doing too well. Not, not doing too well. But don't worry, they had this, they have the best solution I've seen. Send more civilians out to go get the DNA samples that we need, obviously. Well... If you thought the vegan future of not me was the future, uh, doesn't doesn't look that way. As Beyond Meat, the plant-based uh, substitute company, is struggling to sell its product. I wonder why. Uh, consumers are rejecting them as they consider plant-based meats woke, which is true. No one wants to eat plant-based stuff. By the way, uh, if you haven't noticed at this point. But Beyond Meat was, like, the partner of the McDonald's's, like, impossible, you know, burger that they had, or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Why? Because nobody was eating it. Shocker. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically they found that consumers are no longer choosing to buy meat substitutes because they are considered far too woke even among individuals that are looking to eat less red meat sales of beyond meats burgers sausage and other meat substitute products are on the decline as the company's stock plummeted by 77 percent beyond meat claims that its plant-based products are healthier uh but yeah that that doesn't really that doesn't really really uh really work out too well uh, they also surveyed 2,000 consumers in July and found that fewer people now believe that vegan meat substitutes are healthier and more environmentally friendlier than actual meat. Well, at least people are waking up and are learning. Although the sales of the meat soared in 2020, purchases of all plant-based meat products to least... Yeah, so they, they are not doing too well, which doesn't surprise anybody. Okay, People don't want to eat bugs. People don't want to eat plant-based meat. People want meat. Okay? That's what people want. People don't want a bunch of chemical plant-based nonsense. They just want to eat meat. For the people out there that don't want to eat meat because they care so much about animals, I, I get it, but you have to understand that why else would... Okay. Why else would a cow exist? A cow produces milk and it has meat. What else is a cow supposed to do with its life? Just sit out there and eat grass? Is that is that all you want to what what else is a cow supposed to do? What what is a pig? What is a pig meant for, huh? What is a chicken meant for? If it's not to provide eggs, you know, the world is built around us people. This isn't even an argument for God here. This is just an argument of just Straight up, what are these animals meant for if they're not meant to be delicious and tasty, alright? 
I'm going to continue to keep eating chicken and, you know, occasionally have, you know, beef and, like, steaks, but I, I'm mainly a chicken guy, so I'm, I'm going to keep eating those things because, you know, I like chicken a lot. I, like, you, you have to understand one thing. If you are on a farm, you don't ever name the things you're going to kill. You want to know why cows aren't, you know, given names in real life? Because you don't name something like that. That's why you name your dog, because you're obviously not going to eat your dog over here. You have an attachment to your dog. It's just crazy talk. So obviously, we played the uh, the Jen Psaki clip of her on MSNBC. And, uh, well, well, Peter Ducey, of course, asked, uh, the press secretary, uh, you know, Jean, Jean Pear, and, uh, she, she really didn't give much of an answer about the whole crime thing. And my last one on this, Chen Saki says that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. Why would she say that? So, you know, um, again, I can't do electoral politics from here, as you know. Uh, but I, I kind of I don't agree with your characterization of what she actually said. Uh, but I'll say this, and I've already uh, I've already said this already. The past few months, what we've been able to do is create a pretty much clear split screen of what we are doing to deliver for the American people and what Republicans refuse to do. We are making sure that um, that uh, that we have Medicare and Social Security, and uh, we make sure that the farm, the, the big pharma, is uh, is not uh, upping cost uh, for our seniors, right? And making sure that uh, we give them a little bit of breathing room. And you know, we have Republicans who want to cut Medicare. They want to sunset Medicare. They want to su sunset Social Security. You have this GOP agenda that was put out by the House where they want to go after the Inflation Reduction Act, which will have an effect uh, that will actually hurt Americans. And so I think there is a stark contrast here uh, that we've seen the past several months, I would argue the past 19 months. Hey, but, but, but that wasn't the, the question. Maybe, maybe you should answer it this time. Are you talking about the New York Times story specifically, or yeah, is that what you're referring deaths, to? The murder rate is still 30% above its 2019 level. They're all from the Council on Criminal Justice. So uh, we've seen some high-profile mm -hmm. examples of this. The uh, Washington Commander's running back was being mugged. He got shot. Uh, Karen Bass, member of Congress, had her house robbed. These are high-profile people. So should everyday Americans who are not in the public eye feel safe? So I'll, I'll say this, um, that same story also uh, stated that the crime is complicated and multifaceted. Uh, look, this is a president uh, who has secured historic funding uh, to make sure that uh, law enforcement has what it needs, uh, especially, and he was able to do this uh, in the face of opposition from Republicans. During a time uh, where, uh, where he inherited a rising crime rate from the previous administration, the president put forth the American Rescue Plan. And in that very, in that very plan, uh, there was uh, more than $300 billion uh, to go to local, uh, local states and local cities uh, to make sure that they were able to hire law enforcement, law officers. They were able to hire 
um, you know, firefighters. They were able to hire people that were critical uh, to their needs as they were dealing with a pandemic. Republicans voted against that. Well, I guess to the original question, does President Biden think America's big cities are safe? It is not. It is not a. Um, it is not a yes or no question. It is very much a question of what has he done. That's how we see the question: is what has he done to make sure that cities, and it doesn't matter if it's a big city or a small city, it doesn't matter if it's in a red state or a blue state. What matters is that we have the funding and we have done the work, put the policy forward uh, to make sure that these cities, whether it's big or small, have what they need to protect their community, and that's what this president has done, again, without the help of Republicans. So, uh, if, if you could barely hear it, um, not at all my fault, it's just how quiet that clip is, by the way. But, uh, yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. Is it a simple yes or no question? No, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm very much sure that it's a pretty, pretty simple, pretty, pretty simple question to to answer. Is it, is it a yes or, or no? Maybe it's because it's not in her book. You know, maybe it's because they're not in the book to, uh, of whether or not she can answer that. So we'll, we'll give her the pass. So does President Joe Biden think that, uh, that uh, our, our cities are safe? We don't know. Uh, we still don't know. We'll we'll keep updated on this one too. We'll we'll find out if if our uh, president thinks our cities are safe, and if we can all immediately move there like they want us to. Of course, I, I love how she says that. You know, our the previous administration had a rising crime rate. Yeah, maybe it's because a pandemic was going on, and you assholes told us that we need to lock everyone down into their homes. And so a bunch, and then you guys decided, well, let's also let criminals out of jail at the exact same time. What a grand idea that is. That doesn't sound like a terrible idea at all. Let's do that. And, and then you did it, and then you're like, man, I wonder why the crime rate's so high. I wonder why. Assholes. Well... I, I'm I'm still wondering why, you know, the people over there at the military, I, I wonder why they're struggling so much to, you know, get recruits. I, I mean, I, I, I wonder why. I mean, at the Air Force Academy, they hold a transgender visibility seminar. Like, how, how could, how, how aren't you rushing out there right now to go join the Air Force? You know, the discussion session focused on awareness for the transgender communities in the military. Oh, what a, what a fantastic idea. Uh, the invitation goes, Good morning, Wing. You are invited to the to join uh, the Schultz Assembly in a discussion of awareness for transgender communities in the military. Today, blah, 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 you know, it is it, a little bit ago, but obviously it's probably just coming out now because of the ability to be able to obtain it. Uh, the forum will feature our very own Dr. Karen DeAngelis and Dr. Joseph Curran, who will speak on their personal expertise and answer questions from the audience. And lunch will be provided. <gasps> For the first 40 cadets who attend, <gasps> we look forward to seeing you there. Ugh. Ugh. So breathtaking.
So, so, so breathtaking. So brave. So breathtaking. I just, I don't understand why they're struggling. I really don't get it. Why, why at all would the military be struggling to get recruits when they have events like this? Ugh, it's so exciting. It is so exhilarating. Ugh, can't. Man, too bad, too bad the thing's already passed. I, I could have attended. It would have been a fantastic time, of course. Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. What a fantastic time. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Ugh. So excited. I'm gonna go sign up, obviously, right now. Obviously. Well, the CIA is marking its 75-year anniversary, for some reason, uh, by doing, you know, a uh, weird thing, as they've launched a podcast. That's right, a, a podcast. The CIA has a, a podcast now. Oh boy. Yes, I, a podcast, as well as a new museum at the CIA headquarters. Oh boy. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, the museum sounds like it'd be cool, but like, why, why, why does, why does the CIA need a podcast? I like how they like only just say it's a, like they launched a podcast, but they don't really say anything more. They just start talking about the actual, you know, non, the, you know, the museum exhibit and not the pod, the podcast they started. But what about the great podcast? I want to hear their fantastic non-government propaganda that they will spew. I'm sure it will be absolutely amazing and will be utterly fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm very sure. Super duper sure. I mean, seriously, who, who doesn't want some CIA propaganda in their ears probably five days a week? That's what I've been waiting for. You know, I, I've i been saying for a long time, I've always loved getting CIA propaganda pumped into my ears. You know, I, I've been saying that for a long time. You know, I didn't just start saying it, I've been saying it, you know? I've been saying that I, I love me some, some good old government propaganda. I know, I know, I know, you guys love it too. It's so good, right? It's great. So, yeah, it's fantastic, I know. Well, the, uh, so, a new, uh, so, a bill out in California called Assembly Bill 2098 is a bill that will, uh, make some really straightforward stuff. What, what, how straightforward could it be? It's for the health Gestapo, of course. Uh, it's basically, uh, it would empower the Medical Board of California to go after the licenses of, fi of physicians who disseminate misinformation or disinformation regarding COVID-19. We've talked a little bit about this bill, but it's, it's weird because this basically gives this, like, board of, like, bureaucrats just the ability of, like, well, if we don't like the information you're spewing about COVID-19 that you may have all this data to back you up on, we're, we're just gonna, you know... We're, we're just gonna, you know, maybe not let you, you know, spew it anymore. Just, just the way things are, of course. You know how it is. 
I mean, come on, you know, we're, we're gonna come after you, you know, it's fine, nothing bad's gonna happen to you if you just say what we want you to say, okay, just, as long as you don't say anything that would not be what we would want you to say, everything will be a-okay, okay, you understand, it's fine, it's fine, the health Gestapo is here to make sure that everything is going just fine. In other news that's still related to COVID-19, uh, the CDC is no longer recommending universal masking in healthcare settings unless the facilities are in areas with high COVID-19 transmission. So that's right. <coughs> Hopefully uh, our hospitals and things that are in... <clears throat> not high <clears throat> transmission areas will begin to start taking down their mask required signs to enter their facilities in the near future. I know this is really the news that we have. I'm not kidding. Yes, that's right. We can finally, finally, they've updated it. It only took them over two years. Huzzah. Huzzah. So, apparently, a, the, a Republican in, uh, in Kentucky, uh, whose name is James uh, Comer, has said that Hunter Biden is a national security nightmare, uh, as apparently... You know, he has something in common with, uh, with another person in the, uh, in the, in our Congress, uh, Eric Swalwell, who had sex with a, uh, Chinese spy named Fang Fang, which was funny. Yeah, it's literally this, and I quote, have you ever wanted to see a spy movie? You don't have to go, uh, to the theaters, go to Washington, D.C., where Chinese spy just bait and hook gullible people in power. Sometimes all it takes is a honey trap. We saw it with Eric Sawell, who got caught sleeping with Fang Fang, the spy who stole his heart. And then, uh, but he then claims that Swallow wasn't the only person to have Fang Fang in D.C., Turns out, Hunter Biden may have dabbled with a Chinese spy as well, named, uh, Jai Bao? I, fuck me, I don't know. Chinese names are hard. I can understand Fang Fang, but the other one, not so much. You know, I, here, here's the thing. Do Chinese women exist? Like, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you, like, apparently they do. They must all just be in, like, you know, it must be, you know, like, they're, they're few and far between, but I, I guess, you know, Chinese women must be absolutely stunning if they're getting, you know, the double with these spies, you know, maybe that's where all the Chinese women went, they didn't all just die, uh, the communist government swept them up as, like, a young age from, like, doc doctor's offices, and just inducted them in the spy program for the future, maybe... Maybe that is what we uh, uh, are doing. And apparently, uh, not only do they, the proof comes from, uh, they, they know that he was involved from emails and text messages that he has. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. It's always good to know. Good to, good, good to know. Always, always glad.
such a secure country we have. Secure, secure as always. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Y yeah. Well, apparently, according to the Politico founder, we, or founding editor, I should say, not founder, uh, we need to rewrite the Constitution. Uh, I quote, Trump is properly seen as a constitutional menace, for, but from a progressive perspective, any of the most offensive features of his tenure were not in defiance of the Constitution. Instead, they flowed directly from its most problematic provisions. He was in office in, a, in the first place because the presidency is chosen by the Electoral College, not by popular vote. Yeah, that's how it's meant to be. That's actually the there. That's the reason why the Congress, the the Electoral College exists. That's 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 why why it exists. It's because we don't don't live in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic, because democracies don't work out. His influence will live for decades because partisan manipulation of the Senate's judiciary uh, confirmation power gave him three justice, uh, three Supreme Court justices who have no term limits and face no practical me mechanisms of accountability like some other presidents, but more so he used the Constitution's absolute pardon power for nakedly selfish reasons. In short, Trump may be an enemy of the, uh, may not, may be an enemy of the Constitution, but he is also the president who most exploded its defects. Ah, uh, defects. Mm, mm. I need to ponder about the defects of the Constitution really quick. Okay, I took like five plus seconds there. I'm still not finding them. Like, I'm thinking about it more and more. I'm still not finding them. Because it was designed to not let popular vote just win. It was designed that way. I'm Anyway, um, we continue. Correcting or circumventing what progressives reasonably perceive as the infirmities of the Constitution facts seem to likely be the premant liberal objective of the next generation progress on issues ranging from climate change to ensuring the technology giants act in the public interest with hin with, will hinge on creating new constitutional consensus trying to play some more sympathetic justices on the Supreme Court is not likely to be a fully adequate remedy. There are more fundamental changes embedded in the document itself, and particularly the outsized power it gives to states at a time when the most urgent problems and the most credible remedies are national in character. Hmm... Hmm, it sounds like someone really doesn't like democracy then at all. It's not about the people, it's just about what we want to have happen. We need to give all of the power to the federal government instead. No, I no, I think states should stay the way they are, personally. I, I like that. Also, sympathetic Supreme Court justice. The Supreme Court is not a lawmaking body. The Supreme Court is meant to make decisions based on the Constitution. That's it. Not your personal feelings, not how you feel about the matter, not your religion, not anything about yourself. Like, keep in mind, you know, not a very religious guy here. If I were to be on the Supreme Court, I would have struck down Roe v. Wade. 
not because I absolutely, you know, think abortion should be banned, but due to the fact that it's own, by own legal definitions, it does not work within the Constitution. That's it. That would be my reasoning for it. It does not fit within the Constitution. A constitutional renovation would clean up the infuriating murky language of the Second Amendment to make it clear uh, effective gun control is allowed if the guns have nothing to do with reg well-regulated militias. N no, I, people don't understand that right now I should be able to go out and buy a cannon. That's what they allowed for you to own. You were able to own fucking cannons, okay? The fact that I can't own a tank with my own turret and everything on it right now pisses me off, okay? Alright, I want a, I want a cannon, I want a tank, an artillery piece, you know, I want a lot of things. A well-regulated militia should essentially stand for you and a whole bunch of other people to be able to actually form your own little army for when shit comes, from push comes to shove, and you need to, you know, absolutely take on some people. You just want to get rid of the Second Amendment so that we will officially be out of, you know, guns, so that, you know... You can't fully take over a people that are armed. It's hard to do that because the people can fight back with lead. And the whole idea that, well, you know, how are you going to beat the U.S. military? The U.S. military has lost this technology. Yeah, I ha 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 and laugh. Have you seen the amount of different countries that have clearly, you know, only had soldiers and just still won anyway? It doesn't matter. And I bet there's some people out there that have got some wild stuff I bet they could bring to the party. And well, and finally, the last one. By 2040, 70% of Americans will live in just 15 states. That means that 30% of the population coming from places that are less uh, diverse and more conservative will choose 70 senators already, each senator from Wyoming. The least populous state exercises power on behalf of less than 600,000 people. Well, you senator from California, the most populous, represents nearly 40 million. This distortion of democracy already, already hard to defend could become the defining feature of national life. Yeah, you know what that doesn't mean? We aren't a democracy. We're still not a democracy, people. Still, still not still doesn't matter congrats people just because people live in all of these states doesn't mean that those other states aren't people too you're acting like these people are now no longer people because they live in states that maybe aren't popular like <coughs> what they don't deserve support either for one this comes back to a compromise made based on population you'll get a certain amount of, you know, representative, representatives in Congress, and based on, you know, all of the states get two senators. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. So, truly, it is not hard to understand. Uh, I honestly uh, can't understand why you want to change the Constitution. If you want to add amendments to it, I would be all for it. There are some definitely some amendments that I would want to add, but, you know, that is just me. Well, sadly, no one is celebrating Italy's new female prime minister, you know, I, I but I don't know why. She's the very first one. I thought we were all about girl power in this, in this world now. I thought as soon as a woman was elected to power in any shape, way, or form, 
it was something to be celebrated. Unless, of course, there's something else that I'm missing here. And I think I figured it out. It's because this woman's on the far right, so they think that she's a fascist. Oh, but it wasn't, you know, a bad thing when Kim Jong-un was dying and his fascist sister was going to take over and become the dictator of that country. It was a good thing then, and it was progressive. Got it. Uh-huh. Makes perfect sense to me. So, yes, the new, uh, new prime minister of, of Italy, uh, Georgia Maloney is her name. You know, she's a bit older looking, but not a, not a bad looking lady. She is, you know, leading a party called the Brothers of Italy. And she, you know, I've heard her speech, uh, this one speech has gotten popular, a few years ago, several times now, and you know what? She sounds like a very solid leader for Italy, and the whole idea, and I've said this on a previous show, the whole idea that they're a fascist party linked with Mussolini and blah 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 nonsense is exactly what I just said. Nonsense. I'm sorry to tell you this, but fascism was literally invented by a literal socialist. Let me take you back. A long time ago, there was a guy named Mussolini. He was a socialist. He was in the Socialist Party. In, in during World War One, he was in he was protesting the war because you know socialists don't like war. And so, well, during the war, he thought, wait, this war could bring upon the hardships needed to you know put in a socialist revolution across Europe. And then he changed his stance. He, he became pro-war. He then got kicked out of the Socialist Party, and then he started a new party, and he called it Fascismo, or Fascism. And Fascism is still a socialist thing. It's just, you know, it's still terrible. Yes, I know. Congratulations. You've learned a little bit of something about fascism today. I hope you're happy with yourself. Yes, that's right. Fascism is a leftist ideology. Who would have thought from the people who want to control your speech? I know. Isn't that shocking? It's shocking, isn't it? Woof. Man, is it ever, ever so shocking. So, yes. Both communism, fascism, same on the same area. I mean, seriously, have you ever wondered why communism a lot of the times just feels like fascism anyway? Because even when you have a communist state, you really still can't have true communism because there will always be some sort of way in which not everyone is equal. It's just not how society works, I'm afraid. So, yeah. Sorry to uh, rain on everyone's parade, but no. The next prime minister of Italy is not a fascist. She is a pure, fantastic leader of Italy who should be absolutely celebrated for her fantastic victory and her party's victory over the competition. So, truly, and you know what? Congratulations, Italy. You did it. You elected a woman prime minister. It's a good job. Good on you. You did well. See? Was that so hard for you guys? Come on. You know, it, it, it's just, it's just what everybody, every, everybody wanted. Well, we keep sliding down that hill, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show today, 
as a Spanish government official reportedly claims that children can love or have sexual relations with whomever they want. Now, I wish I could understand what she's saying, but I'm going to just have to go off because obviously, uh, you know what she's saying, yeah, which even in the article, it's unclear as well. Uh, keep in mind the age of consent, and I would play more, but I'm like, since there's no subtitles, I, I can't translate for you. I'm terribly sorry. But uh, the age of con the sexual consent in Spain is 16, uh, and that, you know, they're trying to claim that it was for, uh, so basically her, so essentially they're trying to claim that she was merely advocating for the rights of children to receive comprehensive sex education, which allows them to live their lives free of violence. That allows them, anyway. Of course, you know, obviously, your critics have argued that her comments have endangered children, and many of them have now called for her resignation. A translation, of course, here. Uh, Irene Montero must resign immediately after, after she spilled yesterday on behalf of the government of Spain about sexual relations between children and adults. It's so reckless that the protection of the children of Spaniards is in the hands of these people. So, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not exactly too great. Yes, that's of course, the, the slope keeps on going. Remember, at some point, we've got to look people in the eye and just go, no, we're not going any further. We're, we're not going any further back. We just aren't. We are just not gonna go there we're not stepping backwards anymore okay i know where my breaking point is and i'm not going past it when people start trying to tell me that pedophilia is a good thing that's my breaking point when you're going around telling me that that children can have sexual relationships i draw my line in the sand i go i'm not backing off this point you can call me racist you know, sexist, whatever you want to call me, a Nazi, whatever you want to call me for the rest of my life, I won't care. I will stand on that ground, and I will stand here like a brick wall until I die. Because I'm not going to live in a world where pedophilia is okay. I'm not going to walk down the street one day and just see some, like, older dude with a small child and them just kiss a lot on the street and that's just okay like they're not even it's just gross it's disgusting i'm not gonna walk around seeing a bunch of children have sexual relationships with adults that is absolutely perverse and disgusting but it continues as as we keep sliding down that hill that's right K-12 school districts are implementing gender-affirming closets to provide students with products to help change their gender identity. Items stocked in these gender-affirming closets, closets include tucking tape, chest binders, and stand-to-pee devices. That's right. You can now get your, your, your gender-affirming care right from the safe of your public school. Yay. Isn't that exhilarating? So exciting. It's so exciting. It's... 
so exhilarating, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, here is, uh, here's the thing. So, yesterday, to finish off the show for today, NASA successfully struck a tiny asteroid more than 7,000, uh, or 7 million miles away from Earth with a 1,000-pound spaceship, completing the first world's planetary defense system, or mission, whatever. I'm, I'm disappointed, as I'm rooting for the, the, the asteroids, personally. I'm hoping that one, so big that it's like a billion times, like a hundred times bigger than the one that wiped out the dinosaurs, I'm hoping one of those strikes the Earth, and when they try to, you know, knock it out of the way, they somehow mess up, like, one number, and it misses, okay? Like, I, I am ready for the meteorite. I'm rooting for the meteorite. I'm not rooting for NASA. I'm sorry, NASA, but I, I'm not rooting for you. I'm rooting for the asteroid, personally, and hopefully you're rooting for the asteroid, too, after the amount of hills that we are sliding down. But with that being said, I really do appreciate you for listening to today's show. If you haven't already, hit that like button, review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening over there, or subscribe, turn those notifications on over on YouTube, leave a like if you are, comment down below uh, your thoughts, feelings, as well as suggestions for the show, and as always, check out all articles and everything listed down in the description, as well as my Twitter and True Social, and I will catch you guys tomorrow for the Wednesday edition of the program. Where hopefully, maybe the news will get just a little bit better. I doubt it, but I got your hopes up there a little bit, didn't I? See you tomorrow.